Welcome to the Calligraphy Masters podcast. My name is Milenis and this is a show where I talk with some of the most inspiring and influential artists in the world of calligraphy, lettering and sign painting with the goal of exploring their mindset and understand how they became successful. What's up guys? We're finally back Calligraphy Masters podcast season 2 after a break of 2 years. I know it's been some time. Like you know, most of you know what's been the last 2 years. I guess it's been a bad time for all of us. I didn't want to put this podcast on hold, but naturally it happened and we're bringing it back today and my first guest is it's someone super cool, someone super special, a friend of mine. I can I consider him a friend even though this is the first time we met in person. The guys, uh, this is Max from Lettering Daily. So, hello. Hi bro. <laughs> Super nice to finally meet you. Likewise. And uh, yeah, I mean, Max, to be honest guys, Max was a bit worried as a lot of the guests are actually worried because most people are not used to camera and microphone, but uh, we're going to go chill. It's nothing yeah. special. Yeah. You know, for like okay, this is season 2, episode 1 just to remind you, the podcast, the idea of this podcast is to talk about the journey of the in calligraphy of the different people what is different and more special about max is that we are similar in so many ways i've made calligraphy masters he made lettering daily but that's not the only thing today before we came here to record we actually noticed that i've been a bartender he's been a waiter yeah we yeah. both lived in denmark and i know so many similarities and bro do you remember like When did your love for calligraphy or letters, lettering in general letters, starting? Yeah, yeah. Like when did it start? It for example, I've had love for letters through all my life, but when I was 23, I discovered actually calligraphy and I knew that come on, this is the thing. But I mean through all my life I've been involved with letters in one or different way, so Yeah. Well, for me it was a bit uh, maybe different. Uh, it wasn't calligraphy immediately. I kind of started with graffiti. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, back in I think 2010, 2011, so almost 10 years or more than 10 years. And uh, yeah, I started with graffiti and some uh, friends from my city from Zagreb and uh, Yeah, I just got into graffiti and I was doing that for about 5-6 years up until I came to Denmark. Okay. I came to Denmark it was I think 2015 and uh, yeah, I just kept doing it. It was like a purely passion hobby, so no Instagram, no, you know, promoting, no, you know, just like passion drawing at home uh, just for myself. And uh, how I got into calligraphy. I mean, did I'm you, trying, I'm did you know what was calligraphy? Because no, for I mean, yeah, I did. I, I discovered I did. calligraphy like 2013 with the video of Tio Swan. So I mean, I didn't even know what calligraphy, like the the word. Yeah. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, I mean, I I did know what it was. I kind of had a vague idea of what it was, but uh, not really uh, at the same level that I know what it is now. <laughs> of um, course. So the story it's kind of I'm trying to remember the whole timeline so because it's very kind of a lot of things happened in the last five years so it's kind of muddy and I'm trying to make sense of the whole timeline and actually ever since we said that we're gonna make a podcast I've been kind of running my uh, <laughs> my thoughts like about how I'm gonna explain this thing on camera yeah um, I mean come on man like it's like okay I want to make something I, I try to explain this to all my guests some of them are more like natural it goes but the thing is Just because there is camera, this is not... No, 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 I know, like, I know. This should be just us talking, bro. Like, 
I'm curious about how your journey went. Just have to forget that it's here. You know? I, I know. I mean, <laughs> I haven't recorded a podcast for a long time as well, so I, I, I'm not as stressed, but I know I know how you feel, so just relax, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, I can kick the camera, you know, yeah, yeah. if it bothers you. If, if it bothers you. <laughs> um, so, I think I was in the right place at the right time, and I had the right people around me that kind of kick-started the whole journey. Uh, so I was, as I said, I was doing a lot of graffiti, uh, mostly sketching at that point because in Denmark, you know, it's a new environment, you don't know the places where you can go and you don't have really like the people who you can go with and you know, just going alone to paint walls, it wasn't that exciting, it was always kind of a community thing, you know, with yeah. friends and stuff. And uh, at that time I met my uh, ex-roommate, uh, which is a really good friend of mine, Emmanuel. And he was a graphic designer at the time and uh, you know he saw the things that i did we became roommates and uh, him as a graphic designer and also this kind of business mentality the first thing that he told me was like oh man you should make money out of it you should kind of start charging you know you should start like sharing this thing online and make money out of it for me the concept of making money by drawing letters was completely nuts that's so crazy what is this it was uh, i mean i knew that people do it but uh, at the time I was, what, five, six years of experience and I, I didn't really put any effort into it, you know, it was just like uh, to, to have something to uh, pass the time, you know, to, to More like fun. Hobby. Yeah, it's like a hobby and, uh, and he kept convincing me and also my girlfriend Mary that you met, she also was like, oh yeah, you should share it on Instagram, you should do it. And the whole social media thing for me was, uh, I had obviously you know, like all Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff, but I didn't really like sharing my personal stuff in life. So for me, coming out and sharing my work was very difficult and very kind of unusual, you know. Yeah. But I, I tried it, I did it. I shared maybe two, three things. There's some like super, really shitty pieces. <laughs> and uh, I think it was on the third or the fourth one that I shared. I got a DM on my uh, Instagram account, on my personal, the Maximus thing. Yeah. And uh, this guy asked me like, uh, how much would I charge for a piece? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and I was like, uh, you know, like I got this rush and like this uh, nervous Excitement. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know what to say, you know, like uh, for me it was like so weird. I didn't know what to say. And uh, I remember Emmanuel saying that my roommate, the graphic designer that got me into, into the whole thing, he was like, oh, charge him a hundred bucks. You know? I'm like, what, a hundred dollars? That's like insane. Like, that's such a high amount, you know, I could never do that. And he was like, yeah, don't do it for less, do a hundred bucks. And I write to the guy, I said a hundred bucks and the guy disappeared and he replied. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, that, that kind of sucked, you know? But the, the idea was, you know, someone showed interest for yeah. something that I did in, uh, so like I could make money off of it, you know? What year was this? 2015, 2016, something okay. like that. I was still studying in Denmark mm -hmm. and I had a job and everything. But I was completely lost, so I had no idea. I already changed my university like three times. Uh, I changed like probably 15 jobs. Nothing that I did, nothing. I, I never liked anything, you know. I, I couldn't find myself in absolutely any of these things that I did. And this was the only thing that I really kind of saw myself doing. Like uh, someone, there was this kind of like motivational video on Facebook, uh, uh, you know, those kind of like inspirational Yeah. Things. But it, I, I really remember this thing because it really clicked with me and the guy was basically asking a question. If you had all the money in the world, 
Like money wasn't an issue. What would you do? How would your days look like? And obviously, you know, everyone would say, oh, traveling, uh, vacations, cars and all this. But that's all kind of like materialistic and like temporarily. It doesn't really bring you in like fulfillment. It's like wasting your time. This question really stuck with me. And I really kept thinking about how would my days look like? And I really tried to imagine myself like money is not a problem. You have infinite amounts of money. You can do whatever you want. How would I pass my day? And I really thought I would sit down and I would probably draw letters, I would paint walls, I would do these sort of things, right? And it was at this time when this thing with this like client that uh, disappeared immediately that kind of made me kind of think about it more and it kind of motivated me to to pursue this, right? Mm -hmm. So I started to share more, uh, I started to kind of take it more serious, I started to share more stuff uh, on Instagram and more people started to approach me uh, but mind that I'm completely self-taught, so no background in arts, no background in graphic design, absolutely nothing. Same like me, bro. But my roommate, he was a graphic designer, so he taught me how to use Illustrator, how to use Photoshop, he taught me how to use the pen tool, along with a bunch of tutorials on YouTube and Skillshare and all these things, and I started slowly building up my skills, how to do these sort of things, because if you want to do uh, kind of graphic design work and uh, combine that with uh, lettering and calligraphy and all these things, you kind of have to know how to use these tools, right? Yeah, you can just like draw something on paper, take a photo and send it because that's not really usable. Uh, so I spent about six months a year uh, searching for work and building up my skills. And I actually started working on Fiverr, if you know, you probably know the website, yeah, the one with Fiverr. You were offering Fiverr? Yeah, I started working on Fiverr and I started offering work for like $5. Uh, okay. And for me, I had a job, I was kind of financially stable at the time and I didn't really care about the money. For me, it was more the experience. I, just I mean, in Denmark, you don't really exactly. have a problem you know, with you money. Know, yeah, you know how it works. <laughs> um, so, but what, what were you offering on Fiverr? Actually? I was doing my, uh, so I had to kind of narrow down my skills, right? Because there's this saying, jack of all trades, master of none. So you Man, cannot, yeah, you cannot this really... was sitting on my cover on Facebook. I heard this by Casey Neistat. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you cannot really do everything. So I kind of had to narrow down my focus and realize what I do. And uh, I kind of transitioned in that period from graffiti to uh, calligraphy. One thing of graffiti that it's kind of similar to calligraphy is the tagging, you know. You yeah. know, you know, in graffiti you have, you draw the piece on the wall, but there's also the element of tagging with yes. a spray can, like marking your name. And I really like that. And I really kind of was specializing, kind of wanted to make my tags look really nice. Because I hate when I see, for example, <laughs> on walls, uh, like some like really crappy tags. And, you know, it's, it's, I wanted mine to look nice. And... Uh, the same person, Emmanuel, knew about calligraphy and he told me that I should try calligraphy, that I should kind of get into it. And uh, we got some tumble brush pens and we started practicing. And I remember like seeing this thing and I was like, that's easy, like, I can do that. I get the brush pen, I start trying and it looks like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> it really looked bad. So... Do you keep somewhere like your first Yeah, I have, I have. And uh, I'm so glad that I kept it because I really want to have this like as a piece of history. You know? Man, I have my first tries as... Dude, if you see my first works, I'll show you actually. It's for everyone, it's like bro, that. Yeah, yeah. bro, but I don't know. I, I've seen some people first try out. Of course, it's not good, but at least it looks like something. And mine, bro, uh, seriously, after the episode, I'll show you mine, if I don't forget. 
my, seriously, mine looks like. Yeah, but it's uh, <laughs> it's the same for me. It's uh, unrecognizable to what it is today. Um, uh, so I kind of slowly started shifting away from graffiti and kind of joining in to the whole Instagram calligraphy space. And then mm -hmm. I kind of stumbled on to you and other pages that were kind of sharing this uh, sort of work and uh, the whole fiber thing. And, you know, it was kind of like gradually like moving from uh, this like, hobby to more kind of taking it as a business. And as I said, it took about six months to a year before I actually got my first paid job on Fiverr for five bucks. And I remember I was at uni in uh, Oberg. But what were you offering actually on Fiverr? Uh, yeah, Write, for, writing sorry. names yeah, or yeah, what? Sorry, I forgot to say, I, I was offering logo design. So logo my design. specialty was doing brush brush uh, calligraphy logo designs. You mean logo type? Logo types, exactly, yeah, sorry. My specialty that I wanted to focus on was, because that was the only thing that I could actually do, like black letter and all the broad edge uh, styles and lettering that came way after, so I kind of, narrowed down my focus to one single thing and that was uh, like brush calligraphy and doing logo types like that because uh, I perfected like not perfected I kind of focused on learning the pen tool and my thing was you know that a lot of I don't know how much you know about Illustrator but there's this feature when you digitalize you there's this like image trace yes which automatically vectorize exactly the thing I, I never did that because it would always come up crappy I wanted to do it manually with the pen tool and that's that's like much more um, time consuming, but you have much more control of how the the overall piece comes out, right? But you know, if you use this uh, image trace, yeah, you can clean it up. You can still like fix it after this. I, and I did that. The thing is that <laughs> once you start cleaning up, you realize that you spend kind of the same <laughs> amount of time. Really? And it's uh, kind of easier. Yeah, because yeah, depends how perf I'm a perfectionist, I guess, by nature. So I. I if it's not the way I want it, I don't want to do it at all. Okay. Maybe we can touch base on that uh, later on. Sure. It's like a, a different struggle. Um, but yeah, I kind of focused on learning the pen tool, mastering the pen tool. I wanted to just do that. Uh, so yeah, it was about half a year, a year before I got my paid work. And I remember I was at uni and this person ordered a gig because that's how it on Fiverr works. People order gigs. You, have, yes, yes. you offer gigs, people uh, order a gig. I remember I was at uni, I got the first gig for some like really crappy design work for five bucks. I just closed my laptop, I ran home and I worked on that project for about 10 hours. And it was so bad because the client was so unsatisfied with what I did. We were going back and forward. At the end, she said that she didn't like it and I was really sad about it. But she said, because the, all the effort that I, that I put, she paid me uh, anyways, the $5. I was so happy, I was like, yes, I did it, I'm a pro now, I can do it. And uh, that really kick-started and uh, after that came another one and another one, uh, all successful, thank God. And gradually, the next year and a half, I went from five bucks to 50 bucks, to 10, to 15, to 20, 30, 50, all the way to, you know, like two, 300, 500. Really? Uh, yeah, I started uh, within the next year, I, turned this whole thing into a full-time business. My life basically turned for 360 degrees completely from, you know, not knowing what to do with myself and kind of just partying and like going out and enjoying with people to, I'm just at home, I'm just watching tutorials, I'm just like doing projects and my life was just work. And uh, uh, yeah, it was basically that the thing that got me into, into 
I was a full-time freelancer for about two years, all the way until I didn't start it literally daily as a kind of like a passion project, as a side hustle. Uh, and that's like a different story. I yeah, guess. we're gonna and speak about this, but I'm just curious, like... That's my entry into the into whole letters, calligraphy. Yeah. calligraphy. Then but once I started making money, I started learning much more about calligraphy and, uh, you know, design. And uh, I was really into this whole universe. It just kind of absorbed me, you know, and it consumed me. It was the only thing I could think about and the only thing I could feel like doing. If I wasn't working at home, I would feel like I'm wasting time, you know? <laughs> no, this is very well, man. A very interesting and very exciting. It's like a drug, but it's uh, it was a very unhealthy, uh, uns uh, like unsustainable, you know? I know? You cannot do that forever, and sooner or later you would burn out. And... But do you remember when you like started like involved, getting involved with calligraphy? Was there a particular style or script that you brush really... Lettering. Brush lettering. Brush lettering. Uh, maybe, I don't know if you know, I don't know if I can pronounce his channel very well. Ste Bradbury, uh, Stephen Bradbury. He did like this, like brush uh, calligraphy tutorials on YouTube, and a lot of he's a, a designer, kind of specializing in calligraphy. He was doing a lot of these tutorials on YouTube on uh, how to do brush lettering and uh, various like. Let me. Yeah, you can check. Just out. check. He's quite big on YouTube. He has a few hundred thousand uh, subscribers. Because I never. Right now he's not active anymore. I don't know what's up with him, but uh, he was one of the first people who. Ste? S -T -E, S-T-E, Bradbury. Ste? B no, E, uh, maybe I can type it. Yeah? Yeah, this guy. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I'm even subscribed to him. Yeah. What? Uh, maybe because he used to be way more active back in the days. Uh, you know, like he was doing these sort of things. And I was like... Dude, I might have subscribed to this guy because yeah. of you. I don't know, maybe we've talked about him or something. Could be. But, huh. But he's, you know, mostly design stuff but uh, teaching also kind of calligraphy. He got me into, uh, uh, and my roommate obviously, that kind of convinced me to try brush calligraphy. What brush pens did you start with? Uh, Tombow, he was the first one. Tombow is the, the regular yeah, one? Yeah, Tombow dual brush pen, the most popular one that uh, a lot of... Uh, People uh, start with. Yeah, that they use for your favorite modern calligraphy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, you're really, you're listening to my podcast, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, like, for, with with brush pens, uh, I started like around calligraphy. I started 2013. The thing is, I had brush pens since the my very start, but I started using brush pens like what, last year or something. Maybe. Yeah, I know you were kind of. I, I maybe I mentioned somewhere in my podcast as well. Yeah, that kind of scared you, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was man because you know it. This like. I was the same for black letter, for example. Really, yeah, man, this yeah. super like this confuses me because for for me, broad edge pen like styles like uh, black leather or something else, it's super. I don't know. It's not the easiest thing, but with mm, brush pens, yeah. I was so afraid because when I see the final results, yeah. you have to have control of like uh, thin and thick lines, and this was my yeah. something that I was afraid, I guess. And last year when I started. Like, why did I waste so much time waiting? I don't know what I was actually. Yeah, it's just this mental block. Yes, you, that you, you're afraid of something you think. You you put this block in your mind and. But you know what's yeah. funny? Okay, I have this block, but at the same time I have maybe 15, 20 different brush pens, and they just sit there, and I'm like, yeah, I have them. Yeah, and yeah. that's all. I have so many things at home that uh, I never <laughs> use. You know, like uh, so many tools, and they're just sitting there collecting dust and. 
I never get the time or because uh, I want to dedicate myself to it, you know. And because uh, if you start learning black letter or brush calligraphy, you really need to kind of take some time and focus on that. And you cannot really bounce from one thing to another. I mean, you can, but then the progress is very slow. Uh, I had this thing in Denmark. I was buying just sketchbooks, bro, like nice sketchbooks, and yeah. I was like putting them. I was never writing with them because yeah, yeah. I was like, this is such a good... Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want... Yeah. I, I felt like my calligraphy is not good and exactly. I, I didn't want to waste the paper. And at one point I had like such stack like, yeah. of, of, of sketchbooks and I was like, man, just... Same, same. Just leave it, just start doing stuff. Same. I have... Uh, <laughs> I bought in Barcelona, I found this like really cool art shop where they sell handmade papers. And it's like uh, cotton made and uh, with like different flowers inside and it's like beautiful. Mm. and. They're kind of expensive and I bought a bunch of them, like five, six pieces and they're still same thing at home waiting in the closet uh, on the shelf and I'm like, I don't know what to do with it, you know, because <laughs> it's not like with regular paper where you like screw something up, you just like throw it away and start again. With this, there's no going back. You know, you know that's really... funny because a few weeks ago, like a friend of mine here in Sofia, he gave me a gift, apparently some girl gave him a gift, a sketchbook, which she bought in the Louvre in, in Paris. Okay. And it was a handmade paper, super nice sketchbook. And because usually when I have sketchbooks, I just do a mess inside them. I've seen yeah, sketchbooks yeah. of Tius One and other people, their sketchbooks are super cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And when I got the sketchbook, I wrote Tius One, I was like, bro, I made some pictures like, please, how to use the sketchbook? Do I have to write on each page or like do I have to leave an empty page? Blah blah blah. And he expects, well, this is a, it looks like a good paper. Mm. You can write on all pages. And I was like, this is gonna be my first sketchbook, which is gonna be like a proper sketchbook, like an artist sketchbook. Mm. And I started writing in. I started with a brush pen, I made some pieces, all good. Then I get my uh, straight pen holder with a broad edge pen. I dip in the ink, I start writing and start going through the pages. Man. Yeah, it wasn't good paper. Was like, yeah. Man, I was so disappointed. Yeah, this was yeah. you, have like, to, you have to get the right combination uh, of nibs, uh, ink and paper. I know, but this is funny because they sell this. Uh, I mean, I'm no, I cannot be sure if they sold this at Louvre or maybe she just told him. <laughs> I don't know, man, I got confused. A shop called the Louvre. Because the paper looks good, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a handmade paper, but it's such yeah, a bad quality. Not, yeah, it's not maybe suitable for this type of uh, tool. Maybe it's suitable for a different type of ink. It, it really depends. Uh, I mean, you I'm have using... to ask Paul for it. <laughs> yeah, Paul, man. Yeah. Ask Paul for everything. <laughs> but yeah, like, so you started with brush pens. Like, did you have, I mean, I'm not sure if you had a, at that point, but you have a favorite brush pen like what's your favorite brush pen favorite brush because pen. my favorite brush pen like I've, I've tried probably like 10 15 brush pens so far and my favorite is the very first one which i was the most afraid of is the tombow pocket one with the you mean bro the, uh, bro the, uh, the, check this out yeah that's the <laughs> but yeah. not this one yeah. because this is i think this is the hard one <laughs> the other one the soft, the soft one. Tip, yeah. man this is my yeah this is uh, one of the things that i actually recommend just to get out of my yeah. pocket yeah you're ready <laughs> because you're ready on the spot when i ship products i i write with that's, this yeah, one yeah yeah it's a, this one is great it's cheap it's durable and uh, it's very but uh, it's very good. I like the other one, which is the soft the one. The soft one, yeah. I mean, this is still usable, but there is some difference. Yeah. So, yeah. what's your favorite brand? Well, I think this one, the, the bigger Tombow, that's the one that I started with. 
Ecoline is great because it has like this really juicy inflow. Uh, no, Ecoline has a problem actually. I mean, what? if you use it on a grainy paper, it yeah, gets destroyed. Every, every brush pen is like that. Every brush no. pen, yeah, it is. No, and sooner or later, every brush pen is gonna start fraying if you don't use uh, proper paper. For no, the the one I spoke with Paul, even the guys that sell, what was this? The what was the brand, man? Which one? P Pentel. I made a Sephora. review of it. Uh, Artiza. Karen. Karen. Karen brush pens. They guarantee that the the, the it, brush is not gonna be destroyed. It it frays. I have Karen. They sent me actually a package and uh, it frays. Same thing. Really? It's, it's the same. It's a spongy. It's not felt. It's uh, I cannot remember the, the the term for the material. Uh, what is it made of? But it frays. Uh, if you if it you gets destroyed as well. Every paper, I, if you don't use guys, it, Karen, if you're watching or if you're listening, why did you lie to me? They're they're they are. <laughs> I, I believe them, man. Seriously, I even spoke with Poke. He was like, "Yeah, this is not gonna get." Man, I'm so right now. I'm so disappointed. I, I have the this. I, I watched the video. Got the the big box and the yes. metal one. I use them. They're amazing pens, but they free. They free. They maybe free less because they have a a higher ink flow. Yeah. So there's more ink being released from the nib. So maybe that kind of keeps the nib from fraying more, uh, less, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but it still frays. Every these ones are more durable because this one is a, a plastic tip. It's a hard one, actually. It's a well. it's a different it's a different material, so it frays less. But these ones will also lose quality over time if you use mm -hmm. crappy paper. The best paper you have to use is bleed-proof paper that doesn't. Uh, it's especially made for markers. I don't know if you know the Canson uh, marker paper. That's all Rhodia paper pads. Those are the, the ones that are gonna keep these uh, tips safe. Yeah, it's basically the ones which are with uh, not glossy but with straight surface, not grainy one. It's not grainy, but it's it's thin paper, mm -hmm. but it's coated with uh, I don't know with what it's coated, but basically it doesn't absorb because paper it may feel smooth to the touch, mm -hmm. but it has these fibers, paper fibers that slowly tear the they, they destroy the the tip of the brush pen. Mm -hmm. uh, so although it might feel smooth to the touch, it's gonna it's gonna be uh, ruined over time. So the best one is bleed proof, bleed proof marker paper. And uh, unless there's something out there, but I've tried a lot of different types of paper, and those are the best ones. Uh, okay, I have a few questions. Like shoot, um, earlier you said you discovered like calligraphy masters. <laughs> like my first question is, when did you discover calligraphy? I'm mm. really curious, when did you discover early, early on, and I thought that it's actually because I, I saw the whole team and uh, it was it, it, among the first accounts that I started following. You, uh, then Good Type, Type Gang, Type Gang, 50 words on grey, uh, no, 50, 50 just... words something, yeah. was it, yeah? 50 something, something. I, don't I, know. I can't remember. I that. remember something with 50 as well, but... Yeah, that that kind of disappeared after all. But it was a bunch of these like sharing accounts and... Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, you were among the first one, but you were the... I thought that you were like the... You were obviously the biggest one. How big was the account? You weren't actually the biggest one. The biggest one was good type. Uh, I mean, it's uh, still big. I mean, it's even now bigger than... Yeah, it's Masa. the biggest one. But uh, good type is focused a lot of on typography. Typography, lettering, it's not so much on calligraphy. Yeah. Maybe occasionally they share some stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like that. And I remember actually the first time I reached out to you and uh, you ignored me for like about six months before you actually replied. <laughs> really? Or actually maybe you replied something 
Like, oh yeah, nice to meet you, whatever. Bro, like, I like, I like some people are telling me this stuff, but I'm just gonna. I hey, mean, but I know, I know by now you should know how it I know, is. I know how it is. And I, it but, was, that was way later. That was uh, from uh, Lettering Daily when I messaged you. I ignored Lettering Daily? Yeah, but that was the early days. I'm telling you, it was uh, Bro. before it kind of But that's the right. thing, I'm not ignoring. Check the requests, man. Like, yeah, but I know. I, it's the same for me right now. It's endless, uh, endless things. You know, few few yeah. ma- few weeks ago, I, I went went into my request bro yeah i found yeah. some verified people some huge accounts reach out to mm-hmm. me i don't i didn't even know man it, i i do it periodically you know like i take one day <laughs> this is the request guys i mean <laughs> no it's, it doesn't even load it's it's and i deleted a lot yeah, it's yeah. so if you ever wrote calligraphy masters and i didn't respond Guys, uh, don't get mad. There is actually an email at the Calligraphy Masters. Send an email. Send an email, man. Yeah. Emails. If it's a serious request. Send an email. That's yeah. the best way to reach. But you know what's annoying? Some people send emails like, "Oh, check. Not even check. What do you think about my work? Wait a second. Who are you? Yeah. There is no like, hi. My name is like blah blah. Can you? It's like sending me pictures. Like, I'm seeing some pictures. What am I supposed yeah. to do with this? Yeah. Do you have such? <laughs> well, I, I do get a lot of things, and I always reply to everyone, unless it's some spam stuff. Uh, if I it's can't. spammy stuff, then I don't reply. If it's people just asking for, I don't know, like pro- free promotions or, or shares, or if it's like uh, buy Instagram likes and stuff like that, then I just ignore. But if people genuinely asking questions, I always reply. I never ignore people. Uh, bro, bro, I want to to reply to every. I can't, man. I can't yeah. reply. I, you know what? I don't reply when people just send. Uh, their artwork with no nothing written yeah. then i don't you know if you want to have a, com- a conversation with me let's chat you know let's talk i'm gonna I'm oh. always uh, yeah you chat man this is something also annoying me like i prefer if people have questions ask me man like some people yeah. are there and if i respond they start they go in the mood of chat and i'm like guys guys <laughs> i don't have time to chat with you like i'm okay i'm a bit rude person <laughs> I'm not the, like a regular normal person. I'm a bit strange, and the thing is, I, my, my, guy, yeah. I'm super busy. I don't want to, to say just like sound like something, but I don't have time to chat. Even if I had time, I'm not gonna chat with people I don't know. By now, most of you listening to my podcast, you should know a bit more about me. But if yeah, but you never know, maybe you meet some cool person. You know. But uh, still, man, I'm not like I. I w- there goes so much time for me wasting on my phone. I really don't want to chat with anyone. So often I just record audio messages because at one point my thumbs, man. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. getting numb, man. I was like, I cannot type. I use my different thing. Like, yeah. this is how much time I spend. That's why I use the laptop. Uh, man, computer. this is so <laughs> This is so weird, bro. Like, I know, I know. It's uh, it's time consuming, but it's worth it because sometimes you really meet really you really meet really cool people and some of them I really ended up meeting in person for example not just you but other people as well you end up working together and do some stuff but not always it's kind of like funny because with you I don't know I mean we're speaking for quite some years now and this is the first time we meet and this is actually the first episode that we record at one place usually my podcast I record on the laptop Mm. and uh, I want to thank you for this bro this is (laughs) 
seriously, I'm super happy that finally, like, this has been a dream for me, like, where I'm able to record podcasts yeah. at one place, but then, like, yeah, this thing which has been going for the last two years came and yeah. it yeah. just cut my opportunities. I, I was ready to travel to countries to people make podcasts, but now... This is for me one of the best things ever. Like, uh, the one thing that I really miss from the whole calligraphy, lettering business and everything, it's meeting people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and jamming. Jamming live on camera. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is such, such a cute... It's a guitar for Jujeta. <laughs> <laughs> or Hawaiian, Hawaiian chill people. You know? Yeah, it was, it's ukulele, it's... Uh, Even put something with a small guitar. Legit thing. It has uh, some special name. If you know how to, how to use it. Yeah, it's called ukulele. <laughs> okay, let's move. <laughs> In this beginning, when you were discovering like calligraphy masters, other accounts, uh, did you have some artists or people, calligraphy or lettering artists, which you really liked a lot their work and you were inspired by them? Oof, yeah, yeah, of course, a lot. But uh... drop like three or five names, something like that comes first mm. to your mind. Because when I start calligraphy masters, well, one one person who really was kind of uh, popular at the time was uh, David Millen. David Millen? Yeah, he's, he was uh, kind of... His style was the style that I was trying to kind of imitate and uh, I was inspired a lot by. Uh, his style was... Uh, although he kind of shifted now, doing... Uh, his really great still but this is uh, actually something we discussed with the we discussed with the dk in the podcast yeah <laughs> which is yeah. i know I, that I he don't also think... yeah, yeah, yeah i talked with him also and he also said that uh, uh, he was also inspired a lot by him um, a lot else? of people are inspired i mean by he him. was he was like one of the the biggest people like in the in the time and uh, i remember he was the one who was always being shared everywhere, also on Pinterest. And like, he's a lefty, bro. Also, exactly, that was... Uh, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. such... But such he's a, he has this design approach to his calligraphy, you know? It's not just like beautiful strokes, it's more about the composition and how the overall piece uh, looks like, you know? It's not just like the, the precision of each stroke, it's like the overall look of the... That's a lot of... That's something that a lot of designers are kind of... But this just, this just shows that in our days, it, it, it's it's not enough just to be a calligrapher. I mean, well, it depends if, what you want. Yeah, uh, yeah of what's course. What's your scope? If it's like I mean, a hobby, then you I do mean, whatever if, you want. If you want to be a professional calligrapher, if you want to be a professional, if you, you really, want to build yeah. an audience and stuff, there are so many things that you have to consider, man. Yeah, yeah, it, that's true. I agree. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to sing a lot some people and I don't want to do that, but also I'm trying to remember. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, this Bulgarian coffee is so good. Yeah, yeah. Bulgarian coffee is the best. It has a really good kick. <laughs> <laughs> so who did you remember? Uh, David Hero. Uh, I don't know if you know him. David Hero? Yeah. Yes, I know. He's, he's like, he's a good I don't know if he's a close friend of uh, Milan, but they were doing a collab or two at that time. Yeah. David Hero. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo. Uh, I don't know if you know Jimbo Bernaus. Jimbo. He's a really, really close friend of mine. And uh, actually visit him, visit, visited him recently in Barcelona. Uh, hopefully we're gonna see each other soon. Uh, yeah, he was more at the time he was also doing some calligraphy, but mostly lettering. And I never, I never. There was a period where I was focused more on calligraphy than lettering, but I never gave up. So I'm still kind of both worlds, you know. Mm -hmm. Do both and lettering. You and know, calligraphy. I love lettering as well. Like 
I just I think lettering is much more time consuming, bro. Like, e I mean, you really have to put insane. a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can write a quote in calligraphy. Maybe I can spend like one two hours to make the perfect quote, but in lettering, bro, I have to draw and draw and draw. Like, I think it's draw much more. Yeah, it is. It is, but it's I don't know. It's. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I love lettering, bro. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is that. I love this. I think it's a Victorian type of lettering. Like uh, yeah. people yeah. like uh, Martin Schmetzer. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, K, K K Kate. Kate, this dude. What's the K Kate? I mean, it's K Kate. A, wait, what was? Maybe if you show me, yeah. I don't know who he is. But, uh, K Kate. Mm, yeah, I don't know him actually. Yeah, I mean, also murals and stuff. I think this this kind of lettering is called Victorian type yeah, yeah, lettering. Yeah, uh, vintage. Uh, because some people yeah. call lettering all kinds of. Why do you call this lettering? Like? Well, there is yeah, the lettering is kind of umbrella term that a lot of people use also for for calligraphy. But if you, it's super confusing, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Paul Antonio have explained what is calligraphy and what's lettering. Yeah, calligraphy yeah. is like. If you say hand lettering, then it's a clear distinction. But if you say lettering, then I can see why someone could say also for calligraphy lettering. But there is, it's two different. Uh, calligraphy is when you write the letters. Exactly. And it's not about the end result. It's about the process. How yes. you come to the end result. Uh, yes. One is drawing, one is writing. And uh, maybe for, if you're just starting, it's, for me, it was also very confusing. And for quite some time I was calling calligraphy hand lettering because I didn't know and uh, once I knew uh, it's kind of clear as day what's the difference between uh, the two of course yeah I mean there were a lot of uh, people at the time that were sharing uh, also like popular uh, that are still popular today uh, but uh, yeah uh, mostly at the time was this brush calligraphy that really got me to, to to do the things that I was doing uh, mm -hmm. and then later with lettering daily as I was meeting people and talking to them and doing interviews okay then let's, at what point at what point did you decide lettering. about lettering yes. daily and when did it actually start it because lettering daily started summer 2017 2017 and, uh, that's yes. like three years after CM was it yeah calligraphy master started 2014 11 to January like actually next month is is gonna be eight years yeah okay yeah, then it is. Then for me, it's five years. No, yeah. is it uh, four? Seventeen. Yeah, it's five years. Which month did you start? It was June, I think. June. Yeah, summer. June. Yeah. Okay, what? Well, like, how did you decide to start it? Because I, I know why I started calligraphy master. There was mm. certain like so many factors that I was I had to start it. Yeah. It was not a matter of choice. I was just missing stuff, and I made what I was yeah. missing. Yeah, but you, you, you went straight to calligraphy masters, right? You didn't do anything before that, uh, like on your own, like your own personal... I was own. doing calligraphy for one year. I know, but you didn't like business-wise, you didn't do... Uh, Bro, I started like business-wise like one or two years ago, man. It's always been... I was doing passion, like every, most of the stuff around calligraphy masters is done yeah. out of passion and... Yeah, I mean, for me it's also... Uh, it's just that I guess I have a... Of course, now I'm trying to make also a living out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. But no, okay, I didn't make a living with lettering daily for many years before I started now. I mean, I don't think we still are doing it, like... No, for me, it is a full-time job. Like, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. still... It's, it's just full-time job for yeah. me as well, but... I don't think we've reached the point where, oh, like... no, no. But like, you mean, like... There's no end goal. For example, if, you, if, we, if we don't do anything for, like, one or two months, are we gonna be able to live? 
Well, I kind of had a break of a couple of months at the beginning of the year, but yeah? that's a different story. Uh, but let me yeah, circle <laughs> Let's back, go to, back to the beginning of... Uh, How why and why did you decide yeah. to start it? Yeah, so the, I was full-time freelancer, a lot of projects, uh, everything was great. And uh, kind of, I guess, got bored of doing just the same thing over and over. And uh, is it leaking for you also? <laughs> No, the, like, the coffee is too strong, it's so leaking. You know, a few days ago I watched a, a video where they, they used the cups of McDonald's to see how, how long time they, they're gonna survive. And they survived quite a lot of it's time. It's not leaking, it's moist. Check this, bro. Yeah, it's too strong, the coffee. <laughs> they are. Yes. Thank you. It's the Calligraphy Master's color. Calligraphy Master's coffee. Yes. <laughs> well, it's not golden, but it's 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 quite, a, quite there. So, yeah. 2017 summer, uh, projects rolling in, all is good. I got a bit bored. But wait, yeah, yeah you you started 2017, but I guess you had the idea for. No, for lettering daily, I had it maybe like brewing in my head, like I want to do something else. You know, yes. I I don't want to just freelance, because freelancing is cool, but I just I don't know. It wasn't I guess for me like just doing that. You know, just like doing projects and like doing logos and kind of feels. I guess empty, you know, there's no connection and I want to be more involved because I'm, I don't know, like, for me, okay, making a living off, off of it, it's great, but if there's no community, you kind of feel lonely, you kind of feel like you're on a deserted island on your own and doing your own thing and you have all the things, but you're alone and then screw everything if you <laughs> don't have whom to share it with, you know, uh, you need yes. someone. So my idea for lettering daily and I still didn't have the name at the time, was to uh, have this like little feed on Instagram where I could like share people's stuff and uh, something similar to you because that wasn't very innovative. And I wanted to have something that kind of sets me apart from it. Yeah, I don't want to just thing. be one of those Instagram sharing pages and just do that because that seems also kind of meh. Yeah. You know? So the idea was to launch a website and do interviews with people. And I didn't feel comfortable to do kind of these videos because yeah, <laughs> it really, takes time, man. It, takes, I, I it, really, it really does. It's way harder than it seems, uh, at least for me. It's for everybody, so, bro. Believe me. Yeah, and exactly for this reason, I thought maybe you know if we do uh, like articles, uh, interviews in form of articles, it's gonna be easier. So the idea was like, okay, I'm gonna have the feed, but I'm also gonna have the website and do interviews. And uh, yeah, that's like summer in Denmark on the couch and like uh, registering the Instagram account and like buying a domain and I'm like thinking for names and uh, this thing uh, came to my mind and to be honest it wasn't it there were like some few accounts called lettering daily but I like the name so much that I said I'm sorry but I'm taking it and it's mine like <laughs> screw you of course bro <laughs> you know it's funny because when I got calligraphy masters was there someone called like that? No. Like, You're original. I started with calligraphy master, not masters, and it was taken. And then I get the domain calligraphy masters, but I was not the first person who bought the really? domain. Really? It was, was it was used before. It was also for me. That's why I have a lettering hyphen daily. Because lettering daily it's all it was already taken. So both calligraphy masters and lettering daily yes. before us, you failed. We show you how it's done. <laughs> sorry, 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 not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how we launched. And then I did a couple of interviews, and it was good. You know, like nothing too extreme. It was at the time maybe lettering daily had like 
less than a thousand followers, like five, six hundred people. And I was sharing like four times a day, it's like super like rigorous. And I was still working like 16 hours a day, no social life, just like on the phone and uh, hustling. And uh, I had this like really, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, and <laughs> this kind of people like hustle mentality, which, okay, has its own value, but it's kind of toxic at, at moments. Uh, yeah. It can be. It true, can be true. if you don't balance. I know what out, you mean. You know? I know. You know what's the funny thing? Like you, because you've done like something similar to me. You're one of the very few people that some things I cannot. I just simply I cannot talk with other people about. Yeah. Because they wouldn't know yeah. how it is. Yeah. And yeah. of course, I have so many friends, artists, but even if I some stuff, if I start speaking, they won't get it, man. Like you're seriously one of the very few. Yeah, people. but uh, we had a similar journey, so you, it's relatable, and it's yeah, I understand that. Same, uh, actually, pretty similar. But yeah, uh, what was I saying? Uh, you started uh, posting interviews and stuff. Yeah, there were interviews, uh, low engagement, you know, nothing special, and I really didn't have any expectations because I was still freelancing full time, so I was covered, uh, like financially well, so I could. This was just like side hustle. Like I'm gonna build it slowly but with integrity, you know, I don't want to do like tricks and like buying followers and likes and stuff like that. I didn't want to do like some shady stuff. And I was okay with that because I, I didn't have like a prep, some, something pressing me, pressing me to kind of grow fast, right? So I just like let it grow organically. And we did like, I think it was like five, six interviews. And it was like somewhere there. I connected with uh, an Indian lettering artist called sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, Chandan, uh, I cannot remember the last name and if I would remember I would probably pronounce it incorrectly, but he was one of the first people that asked him to do a tutorial instead of an interview or it was him that suggested to do a tutorial instead of the interview and at the time all the interviews would get around 100-200 hits uh, in total like uh, for, for like visits on the website we did the tutorial and he did a, a very good tutorial on like beginning, uh, like the hand lettering pro process, you know, like how to start like sketching, uh, inking and all these things. Man, it blew up like 15 times more traffic came to the website and then it just clicked to me that people want to Tutorials. learn. They want to learn because, and I understood why, because the interviews are kind of like more inspirational, you know, and I also... You I, know, I, I don't think like for me, like, I think in interviews you can learn a lot. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say because my mistake was because I'm a noob, you know, I didn't know any of these things and I was asking really stupid questions like, how did you get started? What is your favorite tool? And all, you know, these kind of like bleh, questions, you know, it wasn't like something direct, like specific, like that he would reveal something, some juicy details about his process, you know, it was like very kind of basic questions and they probably didn't provide much value to people yeah but the interview was direct value you know it was like really giving you a lot of value uh and it blew up it uh, went from i don't know maybe two three hundred people reading these things to one and a half thousand in like two days and wow. i realized okay people want to learn so i started pushing tutorials and like one thing led to another like it started blowing up, it started growing more and more and of course we started, I started pu publishing my own tutorials, started sharing my own uh, knowledge uh, at the time was probably not that much but what I knew of calligraphy and lettering I was sharing it and uh, I was doing this, this like tutorials, I kept doing some interviews 
but I kind of neglected that aspect and I kind of said, and I want to keep doing them still. Uh, but I shifted my focus completely to, to tutorials. And uh, what happened was basically that Lettering Daily started growing so much and I started monetizing the traffic on the website that I started kind of, it started going better than the freelancing thing. And the thing is that freelancing is great, <laughs> but on Lettering Daily, I had complete freedom of what I want to do, you know, because when you work with clients, you always have to... Kinda, yeah, man, working with You clients. don't have some creative freedom, and sometimes they give you total creative freedom, but in most cases, they always want to tell you what to do and what they like. And, you know, it kind of limits you as a creative. You don't really... You have some limits. And here was, I do what I want. You know, I'm completely free. I do whatever I want. So I decided uh, I'm going to shift my focus completely on lettering daily and I'm going to stop looking actively for freelance projects. But from time to time, and still today, I do freelance uh, when it's something that I really enjoy doing. And obviously, if it's paid properly, yeah, if it's something <laughs> that, uh, but not always. I still do free projects from time to time, like for friends. And if it's something that I really enjoy, I'm going to do it for free. And uh, of course, you know, if it's something you believe in, uh, you, you do it for the fun of it. But you know, I love your, your I love your articles, bro. I remember when I like started seeing your articles on the website. I was like, bro, like, yeah, thank no, you. just, just the whole structure and how long every. I was like, man, I, I love this. Yeah. I really want to do stuff like this on Calligraphy Masters. But bro, how, how, how to do the stuff like this? Yeah. You know, some weeks ago I asked you. You sent me. Someday. I have to, after this whole thing, I'm gonna, you can ask me a bunch of stuff and I'm gonna share you. And I also have a bunch of questions for you, so we're gonna exchange. Also, guys, like, pieces. before we start recording this podcast, we were speaking that, uh, you know, some of you might have the idea that we are something like competitors or something. No. And I, I told him, I never got him or any other community like competitors. Like, I'm doing this out of my passion, he's doing it out of passion. Uh, if there's like calligraphy masters, lettering daily, for me lettering daily is not a competitor, it's a, a lie, it's a friend, you know. Yeah. And there are communities out there, another community, I'm not so close to them. He's the community which I'm, I feel like closest to, but I'm open to everyone. I'm open to work with everyone and I'm open to help each other. I don't want people to think that just because we are different communities and names there is some, I don't know, beef or whatever. That, seriously, and I'm, I say this because I've seen people having this yeah, idea, yeah, and, yeah, and for yeah. me it's I very strange. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. Like, I don't think it's uh, as I said. There's people who do it out of passion. There are people who do it just for money, and I think those people who are afraid of it are, I at least I guess that it's just for the money, and then they're afraid that if you get too much, then there's not going to be enough for them. You know, it's it's this is funny because. Of course, I think everybody would love to make uh, money out of what they love. Like, I'm sure me and you, we do what we do out of passion. And seriously, why not uh, make a living out of it? But yes, yeah. there are communities. I'm not going to mention names because I don't want to make any problems. I'm not this guy, even though I'm aggressive and rude, as some of you know. <laughs> uh, I'm not that bad guy, actually. He is really not. So I know there are communities which don't do things out of passion and I can do anything about it. Like it's a, it's a personal choice. Yeah. I can say with uh, hand on my heart that me and, and him, we are doing what we do out of passion. And if there is other people, other communities which love to work with, with us, I, I think I can speak from both names. If you're open for 
collaborations or whatever that something that we can uh, help each other we're open to it guys yeah if, if you have knowledge that we can that you can share come do it if, if you have questions if you don't know how to do something ask us I'm like I'm always open to share all my knowledge and I've done it with people not once this is something that's not going public but I'm telling you I've helped people without anything just I love exactly, helping yeah, people you do it because you think it's the right thing to do like I this mean, is the reason yeah, I'm doing calligraphy masters I do it uh, for the for all the people just this thing to keep going man I don't want to but be... that's why you are where you are today I don't think you would do this for eight years just because you're chasing money and fame and uh, this bro, superficial things bro people have no idea how much struggle and sacrifices and everything went to yeah. this to be what it is today and uh, I don't even want to explain myself like because yesterday I have a beef with my followers <laughs> it's not really a beef but that's the thing I'm I think it's more of a miscommunication than a beef. Yes, you know? but no, I think I, it's I, not understanding each other properly and then uh, jumping to conclusions and assumptions. That's and the thing. More like a lot of people are like we were speaking earlier. A lot of people are uh, political correctly, and I'm not that person. I'm not political correct. I say the things in the straight away. Even if you get uh, offended or something, I don't care. Like yeah. I prefer to say the truth. It, it might hurt some people, but this is how this this who I am, and uh, this doesn't mean I'm uh, pushing away all people. I'm open to help all people. I'm open to work with all people. That's the reason season two starts with Max. Like I love what he does, and that's funny, bro. Like I love what you do with your website, like how you do all articles. But for example, I I, I give a huge attention to my Instagram. Of course, it's the place where I have the huge audience but you you easily like you ignore your Instagram I it's, it's, even check yeah. today the latest post is my actually my print man and that's I, something I actually I was surprised say. I was like dude you haven't post for so long time that's something I actually wanted to say because you you kind of said I started this whole project as a community but I'm kind of I haven't publicly announced it and did a whole story but basically about a year ago, I decided that I kind of want to shift away from this idea of being the Instagram sharing page and just this community. Because for me, the Instagram platform and the thing on the website and YouTube that I do now are two different worlds, you know, and it doesn't, the Instagram doesn't reflect what I want and what I'm currently doing. Mm -hmm. So my idea, my wish and what I'm trying to do right now is kind of turn away from being a sharing page where I kind of share people's artwork on a daily basis uh, as I did for the past five years and I want to kind of start it turning into a more of a personal page and sharing my own things and my own the things that I do on the on the website and YouTube uh, however I do want to keep some elements you know when we do some challenges together for example or maybe you know sharing some things for the community I still want to keep that but I want to kind of move away from this idea of uh, resharing on a daily basis people's work. Man, I, I hate this. I want to stop and, and, doing and, it and, as well. And, and this is the thing, what I told you before before we started shooting this, I feel like I'm, I became a slave to Instagram, you know. I felt, <laughs> and it, it's not Instagram's fault. It's all in my head, actually. It's, I started putting myself this idea that if I don't post every day, I feel like I'm missing out. And if I'm not getting the engagement that I kept getting... It's stressing, bro. It's stressing and it kills my creative spirit and it kills my motivation. And for that sole reason, I decided to kind of take a break, at least for now, maybe I'll come back to it. Probably not, but... Uh, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I, what I truly enjoy is 
doing tutorials, videos, drawing, writing. That's the thing that I like. I don't like to chase likes, followers. For me, those are empty metrics. You know, it means it's pure vanity. It means nothing to me. You, you know, know I, I agree and I'm 100% with you on this, but like why I'm pushing so much Instagram because like it's the reason I started League of Masters. This, all these likes and engagement, it gives attention to, to the to the crafts. Yes, but like, how do you feel because of that? Yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm burned out. Is it is it worth it then? That's the thing. Well, it's not worth it in uh, in terms of what I experience in my if daily it is for life. You, but, by all means, but, but for the me thing it wasn't is, I see in the long term like a lot of people. They it means a lot for them. Yeah. Like I might be exhausted. I might be burned out, yeah. going crazy, depressed. But I see it helps people. For sure. It but, gives uh, them a lot. Uh, you know. If you feel it's worth doing it, do it. I I guess I was a bit selfish in that moment, and uh, I couldn't. I seriously, I back in January, um, I it's like I burned out. You know, I, I had a like three four months of a break, like really for the first time in five years, I burned out and I couldn't do anything. Like not just business wise, but sitting down and drawing and writing. I lost my passion for doing for the craft, and I couldn't do it anymore. And I realized I have to change some stuff. And uh, bro, my last one two years has been almost a constant burnout. Bro. Yeah, I I couldn't do it anymore. I guess <laughs> I don't yeah. have the experience. You do. That's why, like for a long, for quite some time, I I stopped likes and uh, views on Instagram. You know, there was this option they released that you hide uh, the likes and. Uh, for me, it's been like that for a few years. Can you turn it off? Yes, you like I don't know last year or something they released it. And I stopped okay. because I know like a lot of people... That was a great thing, at least in my opinion. Yes, it's great, but the thing is, I, I did it because a lot of people, I, I can see them, they, they want to grow, they want to have the likes, they want to have the views. But why? But I don't know, because it feels good, you know, if you're not... But isn't that something empty? Yes, it's empty, but nobody has a, the idea how much you burn out to reach to this point. And I stopped my views and likes. Because I want to show the people it's it's not important that this, those like they, they mean nothing. They mean nothing. They mean nothing if you don't have anything behind it. You know, if you don't have something where you actually convert the traffic, some something uh, you either offer products, services, you know, something. But if you if you just chase, you see the the problem with a lot of people that they have is that they think that they want to be famous on Instagram and then they they chase this Instagram fame and they, how how it goes it's usually for most people it's like. First, I'm gonna build a huge audience, and then I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna do with it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Should be the other way around. First, determine what is your goal, and then based on that, build your audience. And it's gonna be so much more sustainable and so much better, right? Yes, of course. At least that's, in my experience, it works much better that way. That's definitely. But I've done it in the like. Everything with masters, I've done it in the wrong way. But bro. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm not talking actually. You're you're a different case in this situation. I'm talking about a lot of people that are coming. And uh, I had this period uh, with these direct messages. You know, people coming to me and sending. Uh, now I don't reply to it because I really don't feel like it. But I had a period for about six months where I would uh, people would just send me like uh, a request. Oh, can you please share? And then I would ask them, but why? And then they would say, oh, so I can get more attention to my post. And then I would be like, but why? So I can grow my profile. And I would be like, why? <laughs> and I was trying to come to the root cause. Why do you want to grow? What's the purpose behind your growing? I want to be famous. Yeah, but why? 
Because it's is, good to be famous. Why is it good? Like, I don't know, man. You know, there's, it's, it's not good to be famous. If you like, what's the, what's the benefit of that? No, that's fucking true, man. Like you pay bills with likes. You pay bills with followers. You don't. No, just it's an empty. You think this is just right now makes so much sense? Like being famous, it's such a bad thing, guys. You have no idea. Like, like. I mean, if, if you earlier, what I told you, on the street, what I told you earlier, I prefer that I never showed my yeah, face. Yeah. I seriously, uh, not that I'm some famous guy, but seriously, being known and being this is a responsibility, guys. Like me having a page with over half a million people think it's just something natural. This is so much stress. This is so much responsibility. People have no idea. They just yeah. think it's good to be famous. It's good to be recognized. No, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. You're laughing. <laughs> Seriously, guy, bro. Uh, I mean, it has its ups and, uh, ups and downs. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, I, I cannot say that it doesn't feel good when someone recognizes you from what you do. It's nice. It is. But of course, if, if that's your sole motivator, it's not a sustainable thing. It's not something that it's going to be long term and that's going to make you happy. At least for me, it wasn't. And it's not. Yes. Uh, I mean,. For example, with me, you have to be really f***ed up in the head because no matter burnouts and anything like this, I'm not stopping. I'm just keep going because I have something in my head which I'm following and it's it's not really healthy and anything like this, mm. but I'm following what I, what I want to do. Yeah. Like I have a purpose behind <coughs> it, but many people, they just want to be famous for, for the sake of being famous, man. Yeah. Like a lot of them, they don't even want to put the work to become a proper like skilled and stuff. like people don't think that if they focus all their focus which is on oh I want to be famous if you just if you put all this focus in practicing and work you you build a skills that they will bring you this famous or whatever you without know, you yeah. willing it I, I think that fame and skill are two very different things and I I think that uh, there are a lot of very very skilled artists that are not famous yes and at the same time I see uh, Maybe not the most skilled artists uh, oh. in terms of their knowledge. They do have uh, obviously a certain level of skills because it's not like you can stick no. a pen in your. I can and tell. Just you. I've seen people which you. have terrible skills, man. They do just some, some ugly sh and they have such a huge. Yeah. Like I'm checking this account. I see like let's say hundred over over hundred k followers. I'm seeing this work and I'm like. Yeah, but maybe it's I'm not like, something that you like personally. Come on, bro. Come on, like for Maybe I'm not also gonna like it, but I do understand that some people might enjoy this type of work. And it's okay, it's we're all It's not about enjoying people. it, man. Like, why people with such skill are allowed to have such audiences, man? That's what, that's my point behind when I said that skill and fame and audience, like size, are two very different skills. I don't think that if you're extremely skilled, that that's directly gonna correlate with you being big on Instagram or any other platform. Two very but different things. Yes, because there is something that you're, like, if you're skilled, I mean, if you're it's properly skilled, it's much easier for you to become also famous. If you put some it's other, if you add some yeah. other extra steps. But if you're not skilled, it's just why? Like, I mean, I think there should be a law, a law that if you're not skilled, you're not allowed to be famous, man. Yeah. And there's so many people which are like, you know, what was one of the reasons I started calligraphy? Like, I I started, I fell in love with Tio Swan work and. I was check, I was searching for other people and I find the work of Shoe News. Shoe News, calligraphy. And I was like, yeah. I was looking. I was like, man, if these guys can be famous with this work, man, I'll be famous as well. Like yeah. seriously, I was, 
I couldn't be like now, okay, with the time I learned it, it's still not not so much special for me. What but we're all different people. It, we all it, have it, different it, tastes, it, it's you know? his own thing. Yeah. Back then I was yeah. thinking just man, is this why is why he has these numbers with this work? Yeah, yeah. This is what I was thinking at the time. Yeah. But look, for sure, I think that if we kind of like dig through each other's Instagram, we're gonna find a lot of people that we both like. But I'm sure that we're gonna find at least a few people that I really like or that you really like and that I don't like. That what you like and vice versa. Mm -hmm. you know? So we're different people. Not everybody likes everyone. That's okay. And uh, there are, that's, I like, I really like the diversity of the whole calligraphy community. I like uh, abstract calligraphy and calligraphy and, uh, you know, brush lettering and traditional scripts and modern scripts. I think it's cool that there's something for everyone. And uh, the more, the better, the more people in it, the better. And uh, let's all share it together and it's okay we're we don't have to like everything that we you know we don't have to like everything that it's out there and that's cool and that's uh, that's how it is and i think that's the right way that it should be you know and i don't know maybe that's just my opinion about no it. man amen to that yeah. man seriously um, <laughs> bro this is what i'm doing with calligraphy masters that a lot of huge calligraphers that they don't like calligraphy masters just because yeah. i'm this way because I like to cover all the aspects of yeah, calligraphy yeah. and uh, seriously I've had experience with huge calligraphers where like I don't want to be part of calligraphy masters because yeah, that's cool like, that's cool okay yeah. bro <laughs> like, you, you, you don't hear this but seriously <laughs> seriously yeah. there are some huge names which so they piss so much because I do this out of pure passion and love for calligraphy and I want to help it grow man and they are just these people with oh like uh, this is not uh, yeah. like seriously that's the reality not everyone will like what you do yeah and, because uh, some are like <laughs> <laughs> but the, the whole instagram thing for me it's like a double-edged sword you know on one side it has a lot of benefits for example it connects you with people it allows you to scale your business you can like do a lot of things with it but on the other hand it can really drag you down as a creative it can make you feel miserable it can make you feel like crap because you don't get the engagement with the, uh, the, the things that you were expecting that you would get. So, again, my best advice for Instagram, which if you want to grow, it's really not that difficult. It's not like a, like a secret, like how to grow an Instagram account. Uh, but make a plan and based on that plan, grow the audience. And it's simple as that. And all oh, there are, of course, specifics about what time to post, what kind of content, all this jazz. But you need to have the fundamental down and without it you won't move much you won't make much progress without it and you know if you don't have a concrete plan why you're building an audience and what you're gonna do with it once you have it it's gonna be it's extremely rare that you're gonna do something and it's gonna go viral and you're gonna wake up to 50k new followers the next day you know no. those things happen extremely it's rare. funny because like so far i've never had a plan for like i've had some long-term plan but like in general but you did you do I'm have uh, you you have maybe what some other people like which is like deep passion for the craft the thing is like now 2022 is gonna be the first year when i when i have a plan for my year and what i want like and i so think you're gonna grow way more than you but not just i know numbers, i know i know and this is like i've never been just this plan guy i know how important it is to plan but i just never did it bro i i think you grew because you were more about others and less about you 
You know what I mean? Always, bro. I've and been always. Is, like I think uh, this is something we share because it was more about what I can do for you instead of for myself. Mm -hmm. What happens to me, it's another benefit that comes over time. Main goal is how can I help you to do things better and how can I help you to you know evolve into something more than that. Mm -hmm. and if you, uh, that's that's like uh, the best way. That's my secret to grow an Instagram account. It's like focus on other people and. What you get, it's another bonus, but it 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 keeps on giving, you know. No, this is a super great advice, but I I don't think there are so many people which are ready to. But you know why? Because it's hard work. I know, I know, I know very well. It's fucking hard work that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, and my point is, my point is, I I'm not sure that many people are ready to put everybody else in front of them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because. Man, first one, two, three years, I had a huge struggle because I'm a person as well. I'm an artist as well. And I also wanted to have for myself everything that I was giving for all the other people. Obviously, yeah. But with the time, I just learned that calligraphy masters is much more bigger and important than, than me as an artist and mm -hmm. a person. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what, what can we give as advice if there are people which want to do something that we're doing with those communities? Like... Just if, if you want to make money with uh, lettering calligraphy overnight, forget about it and just give up and do something else. And if do, you want do to crypto or something, I don't know. Oh, crypto. Bro, <laughs> bro, what do you think about uh, crypto and NFTs? This like actually. I'm really into it. Yeah, especially and NFTs lately. I actually yeah. have a project that I want to participate in in a couple of hours. Um, so let's get this done. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 like, I don't know if you've seen it, but I have almost ready gallery. You're going to show me some stuff. I'm really curious about it. Man, I, no, I'm serious. I'm really big into it and I see cool. a lot of potential. I just want to say a few things. I think we're, we can speak much more, guys. But oh, I, yeah, we I think we covered a lot. There is, this is go not going to be the last time you see us talking, but my, my, my point is, if there are people who want to do something similar to what we do, guys, don't do it. <laughs> no, I, I'm joking, guys. I, I would say if you want to do something similar, first of all, know for sure there's a super a, a lot of work that you have to do, I, especially if you don't have the money for it. Like me, I never had the money. I know if I had the money, I could be much bigger and I could have done much more things. I, what I've done so far for eight years is it's done almost without money. It's out of passion, a lot of sacrifices, lots of burnouts. So my point is, if you want to do something like this, be ready for a lot, a lot and a lot. If you're not ready for this, but you still <laughs> want to do it, contact us. We are open to work with people. I really am. 100%. Yes. Like I'm also, uh, we've done some challenges together, guys. If you have ideas what we can do as a collaboration, feel free to comment below. All suggestions are welcome, guys. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm like, open to ideas always. So um, and, and uh, I always reply to every email unless it's spam. Again, if you're spamming and if you want uh, promotion stuff, like don't bother. Uh, so yeah, people who contact us, contact with some respect. Like at least say, hey, this is my yeah, name. Right. Blah blah blah. Like there's so many people they just write some question or request with that. I don't even know if you are yeah. like, why should I do anything? I just stop reading the email and I delete yeah. but it. But when, when I say promotion, I say to people who are like trying to promote beauty products to me or <laughs> unrelated things to calligraphy, you know, right. like I, I have people like wanting to promote calligraphy products and I do reply to those things, you know, but if it's something completely unrelated to my niche and what I do, even I don't, I, I mean, is 
I don't even bother to reply because why do you want to promote something, a beauty product on a calligraphy page? What? Like, how even if it is in my niche, for example, for, I work only with companies and products which I stand for. I'm not going to promote somebody which I don't believe in just for the sake of the money. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, not going to yeah. do it, guys. If you are a small business yeah. or anything, feel free to contact me. But if I don't like your product or if I don't believe it, it's not going to happen, guys. Like, that's how it works. And yeah, like, um, bro. I don't know, is there something that I haven't asked you but you wish to talk about? Because mm. I'm sure like after we, we finish this, there's, yeah, gonna, there's gonna be so many things that we talk like, oh, why we didn't I talk about. we can make part two. The, yeah, we can part make a part two. Yeah. The thing is, I'm pretty sure if there is a part two soon, it's gonna be over the laptop. Yeah. Unless all this situation change, which I hardly don't believe it's yeah. gonna change. But yeah, is there something you really wanted to share with people which... I didn't ask you. Keep writing, yo. No, man. <laughs> That's the thing, bro. Keep writing. What else? I mean, what, what, are, what is there else to say? Oh, is there something that's upcoming for you? Something special we want to no. shout out, promote or whatever? No. Like, right now, it's the holidays and stuff. So, I'm kind of taking a break. Uh, going easy mode. But uh, for 2022, what do I plan? I plan to keep mostly pushing content. I have a bunch of... I'm kind of... I mean, that's, I don't know if it's newsworthy, but I kind of have this idea of restructuring the whole website and the content that I plan to release. Uh, and I'm planning to focus much more on YouTube. Uh, yeah? Yeah, so I'm going to need your help to... Yeah, we're going to do a lot of collapse on YouTube. Um, it's a whole new world. It's a new... It's so... I really like it a lot. Man, uh, it, like I, I've said it not once, out of Facebook, Instagram, YouTube is... Of course, it, it's, it's not the perfect platform, but... This is my favorite platform. I now. enjoy the whole process of yes. creation. I don't know, it's fun. It's cool, know, it's and, cool. Uh, and uh, that's the, yeah. I think I'm also planning a lot of changes for Instagram, for calligraphy masters in general. It's a lot of things that have to change. Like yeah. I've wanted to change for like last two, three years, but now I feel like I don't have the option. I really have to change stuff because I don't have other option, but I'm excited because I, I told you a few months ago I'm ready to do collapse on YouTube. I seriously love to see more calligraphers and lettering artists on YouTube. Guys, go for it. It's not as easy as Instagram, but... But you learn, it's fine. You, you have it's me, fine. you have him. Yeah. We are open to yeah. give a hand to do collapse, whatever. If you're artist and you want to do some collapse, just drop, a, drop an email. Drop an email. There is info at calligraphy masters or... Letteringdaily at gmail.com, but we're gonna put it, I guess. In yes, I'll if put it want. somewhere here. <laughs> uh, but I have on my website, I have a contact form. Yes. That's uh, the best way to reach out to me if you well, want. Well, like, seriously, I, my goal for 2022 about the website yeah, is what do you want at to least to, to reach your level of website, man. I, I'm so, like, I love your articles, I love the way, like, everything. We're gonna that, exchange knowledge. And, uh, sure, like, I think. Uh, Let's say, let's put a challenge here in front of people watching and listening. Let's do at least five or ten collabs next year, man. Like Calligraphy Masters yes. and Lettering Daily. Yes. Some huge... Some challenges. Or some stuff challenge and some... Inter I mean, we, we're going to think about it. Also, if you think something interesting that we can collab and do, feel free to suggest. We are open for it. Uh, yeah. Good. And thank you, bro, for opening season two of Calligraphy Masters a podcast. Pleasure. A true pleasure. Thank you guys for watching, thank you guys for listening, and as always, 
Keep writing. Keep writing. Keep writing. <laughs> yes. Man. <laughs>